okay then I actually for some reason feel like I'm in such a bad mood after just driving yeah how, well, how come it took you a bit longer which way did you come well I came off the A45 like where you would come off obviously oh, and I, I was going to say did you remember to bring that thing home um, for Rushton Yes, there oh, we are. Right. Okay. So it's. Um, oh yeah, because we. Oh yeah. So I'll drop them after this. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. So I need to go out anyway. I need to go to Aldi. Okay. Um. Yeah. So did you not get stuck in the traffic at the traffic lights? No, because I thought you'd gone the Williston way. No. So I I come off. Yeah, I come off at the traffic lights. No, nothing. Maybe I caused an accident. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like massive carnage behind you and in the car going I need a hero <laughs> <laughs> that is like that is I know it's the same it terrifies you doesn't it because sometimes like you get home and all of a sudden you hear there's been a massive accident on the A45 and you go oh god did I cause that <laughs> I get so into I really enjoy driving and I really enjoy listening to my music and I really get into it and I do even if I've done something and I know I've done it like I've clipped someone's wing mirror or like yeah. Like in the past, when someone's been getting something out the side of their car, and I literally oh, yeah. clip them on the bum, I'm always just like, "Oops!" Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't flirting <laughs> using your car. <laughs> That's like extreme techniques, isn't it? Yeah, I knocked him down. He was so lovely. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm awful. Like I I generally I do panic. Like if I hear one of the news as well, there's been a big accident, and when you know there's people. Like your mum and your brother use the A45 and my family do. And you, you automatically think it's going to be there. <laughs> They're out there at that precise time. But yeah, I normally get home and I think, oh God, what did I do? <laughs> that, I'm so focused on my singing. Yeah. Me too. Right, let's do the jingle. Oh yeah. It's like it's here, there, it's everywhere, <laughs> and I can't relate on the table. <laughs> oh god! Oh, so how's your week been? Um, it's been like all right. You've kind of been out of the office. It feels like a lot this week, so I've yeah. been on my own, oh. um, which is great because I can really get into work. I can actually get stuff done. <laughs> <laughs> that is so bitchy. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I have been in and out quite mm. a bit, haven't I? Um, yeah, it's been one of those weird weeks. I think we're definitely getting winter. Well, it's every autumn now, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Because I said to you at the beginning of the week that I I drove through and everything, there was like a couple of leaves when we got Yeah. And by lunchtime, we'd gone out and it would change really yeah. quickly. But definitely this today, there's like loads, loads and loads of different colour. And I love it. I yeah. I love autumn. Like every morning I get to work. And because we work in such a, a lovely location, yeah. I just think, oh. It'd be lovely if I had a lottery and I could just See, come in. When and... I get to work, when I'm driving, like you probably get to work and drive down the track and it's like lovely, the sun's just coming up or whatever. Whereas I come in like <laughs> late, so I'm like zooming in and then there's like, all the pheasants like, get out of the way! Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like driving around. And then your dogs are probably going, wait, yeah, that's Yeah, like Nelson knows we're there, just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I come in like bloody Snow White, going la 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 la. <laughs> You're in like a relative. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
okay, but I don't care. So <laughs> it is so beautiful, isn't it? Like, yeah, it is. The, you get to really see the seasons from where we work. And like when we're lucky enough to have some snow, it's literally like the snowman film. Yeah. Like, because we see rolling hills, don't we? Like, yeah. And it's just so pretty. But we don't always get it, no. which is a shame. We haven't done the last few years, have And we? it's not always great, because uh, a few years we get stuck. <laughs> People come off yeah, the track. Yeah, idiots come yeah. off the track. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, idiots. <laughs> We've never come off the no, track. No, we haven't, actually. I'm joking. Oh, I... It'll be carded for you. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I have come off the track one time, actually. Do you remember, like, a few years ago... I was ill. I think I just had the flu, but it was one Friday. It was a Friday when we'd had to go and do a visual for using the trains. We'd been on a train somewhere and I was feeling really ill. And then I was leaving work and I don't even know what happened. I just like, because there is on the left hand side, there's a bit of a like... Yes, yeah, so there's a drop. Yeah. No, no, I'd say that is a drop. If you went oh. down that, you'd go tumbling. No, 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 on the other side. Oh, the other side. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a tiny. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that's so, so dramatic. <laughs> no, but I obviously had like edged over there, and there is a little bit of a drop, so then it clipped my tyre, and then I went and I got like disoriented so instead of like breaking I like sped up and I was like oh my god crops it literally is like a two centimetre drop I think I was and just she, really she ill she fell in the car exploded and then I got home and I like made out I was like I was just feeling I just had an accident and then I remember like Joe for weeks after there was like a bits of mud like coming out the back of my car when I'm driving because it got all like stuck to the bottom of my car it is actually it is um that corner bit is the worst bit because it is quite a oh yeah that's like a cliff edge yeah if you the bend bit and we I've as you the same uh that lady that you know yeah vicinity yeah not not your mum (laughs) (laughs) just you know just saying um but she's come around and called them really fast oh, yeah, times and just doesn't give no. up two hoops, I know. And then even when she's come around, she's got a face like a slapped ass. I still go, thanks. <laughs> it's like an automatic reaction. Yeah. I've got to be polite, even though someone's just nearly killed me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it annoys me on that bend bit because <laughs> we're not going to put any of this podcast. But I'm just saying, it annoys me on that bend bit because a lot of the time people get confused. So like I'm coming towards work and somebody's yeah. coming out and there's obviously the bend there's a lay-by like a a lay-by for that purpose but people get confused so they just like or they like pull in but then they're only halfway in so i can't get past the other side it's like there's a lay-by just pull into the (laughs) lay-by and and do you know the speed limit down there is actually five miles an hour yes have you attempted 55 more like i've done five miles an hour down there and you literally do this it would take you 20 minutes to get to the office you don't move when they say five miles an hour your car doesn't move at five miles an hour no and i tried it because it well, you know, one day, you never know, it might be a speed camera down there. <laughs> and it's literally, I'm not moving. No. So why would they even suggest a five mile an hour I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, anyway. So this week we were planning, in the lead up to Halloween, we yeah. have a specific Halloween video yeah. planned, but we wanted to talk about Halloweeny things mm. like ghosty yeah. things. I I absolutely love this time of year. As I said before, I love um, autumn. But the nights getting darker, 
you know, the leaves coming off the trees. Everything's a little bit like um, a gothic horror story. Yeah. You know, I like, forgot to say to you, I did notice in the last episode, I think we like bang a lot on the table and then it's like oh, okay. really loud on the oh, thing. Okay. Um, I think it was me because I was fiddling about with this bit and I was like, that's really loud. <laughs> we need no arm banging. Pillows. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so this it's like a gothic horror, and I imagine myself living in like the Wiley Peak District in a house with a tree that's out the front that's got no leaves on it, it's yeah. all gnarly and the kind of stupid things that run through my head. Um, and then you've got like bonfire night, haven't yeah. you? And then this Christmas. is my favourite time of year. Yeah, mine from too. September it is Christmas. For I me. don't, I don't know whether it's the hair colour, but you are very autumnal looking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you are. I'm a leaf. You're allowed. To, yeah, I don't know. I'm just not a big spring fan. Summer's all right, but I just love the whole idea of going out to the countryside and going for long country walks. Yeah. I think growing up in um, a village, I was very, especially got to teenagers, it was a bit boring, but as a kid, going off for walks with my mum and dad through the fields and things was lovely, and I think yeah. that's always stuck with me. I'm just thinking, I don't know if I'm pressing the board. <laughs> you keep that in. <laughs> um, yeah, so why do you like this time of year? I just think it's just the Christmas feeling, the cheery, joyful. But I do love the change of season. I do mm. love it. Like in a couple of weeks, all the leaves will be gone and then it will yeah. just be like. <sighs> but I really love the start of autumn and yeah. the colour changes. Um, and I was never really into Halloween. Like, I've never been, uh, like, we didn't celebrate Halloween in any yeah. way when I was little. I didn't go... Well, it's um, funny because we're not... Like, obviously, America go all for it, don't they? Yeah. And over here, we don't do it like that because I think we're still very traditional about... Because Halloween comes from, like, Ireland, Britain and um, France. It's those areas, yeah. you know, that they're kind of what we would deem Halloween. Because, obviously, places like Spain and that have, like, Day of the Dead, don't yes. they? And Mexico have Day yeah, of the Dead. yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, um, as kids, well, I remember going to a Halloween party at school and I made my own skeleton costume that glowed in the dark and all I did was, it was bin bag, this was, in the 80s, this was costume choice for most kids, (laughs) bin bag, whether, whatever theme it was, and then I cut out on, um, uh, cereal boxes, bones, did rib cage and everything, and then I used those highlighter pens and oh, I yeah. coloured it all in. And I remember leaving it in my sister's room, hanging up, and she went to bed, shut the door, and it was <laughs> glowing in her room. And I remember her screaming. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So kind of, and we did a little bit of trick or treating, but again, you'd go around and everything was like. I always remember everything being really dark, and all the chimneys would be going. This is like early ages, yeah. and um, but yeah, most people didn't answer their door. Most people didn't um, give you anything. Yeah. But whereas today, it's a lot more different, isn't it? I don't know. I've never. I I think I've been trick or treating, maybe twice. Mm. Um, because I do have a picture of me dressed up for Halloween. I don't know if that was. That's for... last week at work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that the picture I have um was for. A party or if it was for trick-or-treating i don't remember going trick-or-treating i do remember doing it when i was a bit older but i, I do remember once going to one house and this lady gave us macaroons well that's what i'm saying i don't know if it is that 
I don't know if people do celebrate in that way because we don't get any trick-or-treaters and we, I live on a really way you'd expect you would. We do, and I always ignore them. <laughs> I know it's really awful, but I always ignore them because I... What a strange thing. You think I'd get the trick-or-treaters and you wouldn't because you live on a elderly person's Maybe road. Maybe dead people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that they all come back to life. Yeah, because what is Halloween? Um, is it supposed to be... What is Halloween? Well, now, I remember there was a documentary on ages ago about it, and I'm sure the whole idea came from a group of gentlemen that were, um, oh God, if I can remember it, I'm sure it started off, like the tradition of going trick-or-treating, started off with these three guys, and they would turn up at the people's houses and try to scare them and they'd be wearing masks and things and it was around the medieval oh. period oh that's really gonna annoy me i remember seeing it so it's not about isn't it like a pagan thing um from most things are like from yeah the pagan era of yore <laughs> um but yeah what was it on there was a documentary about but i thought it was similar to the day of the dead thing it is supposed to be about dead people yeah but the or like but i think the whole idea of trick-or-treating was a separate uh, thing well i was talking about was, halloween no no but it was done around the time of halloween and then like a lot of things like christmas they amalgamate things don't they to suit the the season but why would they have started with trick-or-treating I don't think the whole thing started with trick-or-treating. I think trick-or-treating came along with the pagan festival oh, of, like, dead things. Yeah. So it was, like, later on, yeah. it would see this group of guys that would go around to people's oh, okay. houses and try to scare people yeah. and scare them out of the houses. It... They'd go into... Oh, that was it. They'd go into the houses as well oh. and, like, misbehave. Misbehave? Roger. <laughs> 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 Yeah, yeah. I'm so isn't Hocus Pocus what happens in that? Isn't that like a representation of really what Halloween? No. That's more American. No, but isn't that about things coming out of the graves, like the you... dead coming to life? Am I getting confused? What's... I, I think... <laughs> I think that was... Hold on, right. So... This is the same subject, but you know when I go off on a tangent. So, the whole pumpkin things, they came from America. But we actually used to light a vegetable, which was uh, either a turnip or a swede. And in Ireland, they do it a lot as well. So, they'd holler out a turnip, and then they'd put a candle in it. A turnip? Yeah, yeah, a turnip or a, a swede, because they're about that big, yeah. aren't they? So, they'd holler that out and put a candle in. And I think it was supposed to ward off the evil spirits which came around this time of year and then obviously people hijack all the things don't they and america is very good at hijacking seasons and yeah not in a bad way but you know they just know where the money is and they yeah. can sell things and and then the whole trick-or-treating thing just expanded over there isn't it and they yeah. do they go absolutely nuts like some of the houses mm, where they dress them is amazing so what is hocus pocus about hocus pocus is about the free witches yeah. of uh, where are they in? They're not Salem, are they? It's not set in Salem. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. No, I can't remember. Either. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Just forget about it. Yeah, they're just, they're just three witches, aren't they? That 
end up the local pilgrims find them because like kids are going missing because they suck the energy out of them don't they to make themselves look younger I don't know I can't remember you seem to I know yeah and then they they get caught don't they and they um, end up being burnt at the stake or no they get hung they get hung at the beginning right and then the music their house becomes a museum and it gets closed down but all the stuff's to oh yeah 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 but what where did the dead people come into life why does that happen? I don't know. I think they just don't. The, the witches cause that. Right. They just don't do something. Okay, stuff. whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, you've got like three weeks. To, you've got three weeks to watch this film. Oh, no, actually, no. How long is it? Two weeks? One week? Must mm. be about one week away. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. That's what I remember from the film. Um, but the whole Halloween thing, um, I think it's much darker over here. Yeah. I, I think it's very Disney, isn't it? The American yeah. style of Halloween. I, I don't know. I don't really know what our opinion... Like, what is Halloween? So, on here, Halloween, um, a contraction of Hallow's Eve. Yeah. Um, is a celebration observed in many countries, blah, blah, blah. Um, in the time of the litur- liturgical year, dedicated to remembering the dead, including saints, hallows, martyrs, and all faithful departed. Um, one theory holds that many Halloween traditions originated from ancient Celtic harvest festivals, which makes sense because we have the harvest festival around this time of year, which I used to love at school. Mm. All it was was bringing in tin veg, yeah. um, which may have pagan roots. And Sayham himself was christianized as Halloween by the early church. Um, others believe that Halloween began solely as a Christian holiday, um, and it includes trick or treating, mumming. Tradition of mumming on a certain holiday has existed in parts of Britain and Ireland. It involved going door to door in costume, oh, that's what I said, performing short scenes. <gasps> it's a ghost. <laughs> that really threw It's obviously a bloody castle. <laughs> really made me jump. I know, me too. That was a genuine reaction. to watch that back because I did it did make me jump um, so so performing short scenes or parts of a play in exchange for food or drink the custom of trick or treating on Halloween may come from belief that supernatural beings or souls of the dead roam the earth at this time and need to be appeased there you go oh okay yeah interesting <laughs> so we talk a lot because we both really enjoy like spooky supernatural yeah things now i haven't had any personal experience mm. i haven't ever felt anything i've never seen anything i've never heard anything yeah it, and we were saying about films the other day as well weren't we like you get quite scared of supernatural yeah films. i can watch like if it's films about murders or anything gory or um, violent that doesn't bother me but supernatural things don't it, I can't watch mm. films like that whereas me I watch them and I'm like kind of a little bit nonplus as a kid yeah I had a massive like overactive imagination yeah. um, and watching films terrifying because my brother would always put on some kind of horror film and then I would always imagine those monsters were at my window of bed you know blah blah um 
but now I watch stuff and it's like it doesn't actually bother me at all but if you took me to like an abandoned manor house around here and put me in there at night on my own I would be bricking it mm. <laughs> it's reality like the reason yeah see so whereas I think in that situation I'd be okay because I've never had any real life things yeah. I don't think I'd I want to believe that it's real, but I think in a real life situation, um, I don't know. I, unless I was really feeling something, we need, we need to do like a yeah. ghost hunt, don't we? And obviously, because of COVID, like there's probably lots of places now that are not doing it. But hopefully, next year at some point, we can test one of them out. Mm. I've done a couple. Um, I did one at Dudley Castle with my um, family a few years ago. And that was really interesting and when we got there so it was just getting to late evening and they did a walk around the castle and then they went into one of the seance rooms and um, you sit in there and you're in a ring and then they turn the lights out and then like two of the guys and I know a lot of people don't believe it and I did take the mick that night so I should have had a slap on my wrist um, and then they did the they all sat around and they were trying to call like relatives and mm. things like that up and I, my granddad had just died and I didn't really want to be involved in it because I thought oh, I'm going to get upset and I don't you know he was really fresh so I went outside and it was pitch black in the middle of his car and it was actually really scary but I'm sat outside on my own and thought everyone was in there and then all of a sudden there's like a walkway that led up to two toilets and one of the psychic women come down and she, she sat with me and uh, both talking she said oh, why aren't you in there and I explained the situation and uh, and then we both darted our heads towards the door at the same time and I looked at her and she looked at me and she said what did you see and I thought no 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 because you could you're the, the psychic and then you could say oh yeah yeah I saw the same thing so yeah. I thought no no I wanted to test if it matched what I'd seen and we both seen this character this person running towards us but in medieval kind of clothes you know when you see like these old like 60s 70s like films that are probably done by Disney yeah and they were like you could see the colours and there was like the tights where one leg was yeah yellow, like a kind of like was, a jester Kind of, yeah, but uh, yeah, kind of like a jester, but then it had the robe thing at the front, which covered, oh, yeah, and then the different colored tights. And it was running really quick towards us, and she said the same thing. So, I think if I'd have said it first and then she'd said, Yeah, I saw that, I yeah. probably wouldn't have believed it, but because she, yeah, went first, I was like, oh, Okay, anyway, so she said oh do you want to go in I was like nah I said you know and then she said oh someone's coming through and I was like oh, I've just told you my granddad's died you know I think that would be a little bit I don't know anyway so she was she was saying this person was coming through and she said this name it was something like Georgie or something like that I can't remember because it was such a long time ago and uh, I was going I don't recognise anyone with that name she, mm. going, she, she said it's definitely for you and I'm like going I really don't and she'd go no it is for you and I just went oh and then they all come out of the room and um, so I got home and I was talking to my dad and my dad's a massive non-believer he thinks yeah. it's all rubbish um, and I said to him what happened and I told him this name and he said well you know what your granddad's nickname was at the post office and it was that name and I was like 
That's so random. That's so random. That must have been. Yeah. There must have been something truth in that. Yeah. For her to just pick the same name and my granddad just died, it's like you didn't have a Facebook account. It's not like she could go and check these details out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean that's just one of many kind of things that happen, and you've never experienced anything at all. No, nothing. Obviously, we've been to see, um, like, a psychic. Yes, yeah. Which I did, um, like, although I really enjoy, like, hearing about those kinds of things or reading about it, I am still really sceptical, sceptical about it, about everything, really. Um, So... That experience when we went to see the psychic lady, I think it was really good and it was really kind of spot on. Mm. But I think it could have been, I could have got even more from it, but because I'm so sceptical, yeah. whenever she asks any questions, I just like, I don't know. It's because I didn't <laughs> want to give her any details. It is very hard. It's very hard to um, keep a straight face, you know, not get too excited or... But do- it, like... She what it was really accurate for me. Even the when I first walked in there, um, she said, "What what does the second of January mean to you? Mm. <laughs> it's my birthday." <laughs> yeah. And how would how would she? Have yeah. Known? And I I do think like you have to go into these things with open minds, and I don't automatically believe everything that I hear and I see, because. I know lots of people that get very excited. And yeah. Like, there's no telling them that, no, you have to, this might have been saying yes. Like, no, 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 it's definitely a ghost. Yeah. I'm never like that. No. I always try to think, like, what could be the thing? Like, there, there must be some reason why that happened. Yeah. Um, like, what, uh, I'm to, yeah, at that, the, the uh, psychic that we went to see, she said lots of things that were, like, very strange for me. But then there was other stuff. I thought, mm. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure it was too general because that made mm. me want to then go to another one yeah. which I was a little bit disappointed with hers yeah. and I heard good things and I came away feeling a little bit deflated from mm. that one which I was glad you didn't do that one yeah. but we're going to do it again yeah and that I think with the psychic thing um, it really interests me that people because I do, I do think people have that skill yeah but I think it's something to do I think everyone could have that ability I just I think there's so many parts of our brain that just aren't in use and I think having that skill is like those people have it like yeah why shouldn't they a different part of their brain is kind of opened up to that there's lots of evidence where obviously there's lots of evidence of charlatans but then there's lots of evidence where there are stories where you just cannot explain how someone knows a certain thing or has been able to predict a certain thing Mm. you know and that's through the centuries isn't it that there's always someone so i think it's good to keep an open mind like as well if you go in and disbelieve everything it's like where's the magic in your life yeah i don't want science to answer every single thing because otherwise what's the point yeah like if they could turn around now and they say yeah all ghosts are just literally your imagination your brain is projecting that's it Mm. you know if they knew like they say yeah there's nothing after you die 
I kind of don't want to know if there is or there isn't. Yeah. I just let it be a surprise. And if I'm dead, I'm dead. Who yeah. cares? So I don't need to know all that. Um, but yeah, I've like you. Although you've ex- your family has experienced things, haven't they? Yeah. Um, my mum. My mum is really. Um, like she always made out that she kind of thought all that kind of all that stuff was silly. Um, and then she has, like, she has sometimes told me of stuff that happened, um, like, when she was yeah. younger. Um, yeah, like, she's been, she's been to see, um, I don't know, she's really difficult because yeah. she's told me stuff, but then she, and it's, like, obvious, like, that that's what happened, that's what she saw, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, but, you know, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> so how could you, like... Yeah, see, my mum's the opposite. I think my mum's probably similar to your mum in that sense, but then she will... She gets really excited by it. Although she's she's logical, and she will go, oh, yeah, it could have been that. But she's very spooky sometimes. Yeah. Like, really spooky. Um, I've, like, had lots of stories from her. Like, well, what was the one? When she was growing up, so obviously granddad was quite religious and um so there was probably like a lot of things like crosses and yeah. statues around the ha- well the flat that they lived in and so apparently one night mum was in her bed so the boys were in one room and she's in another room and obviously mum and dad in her another and mum woke up because she heard someone whispering in her ear everything will be all right so she thought it was one of her br- brothers mucking about and so ran into the rooms to tell him to stop it. And then when she went in there, apparently one of the crosses that they had hanging on the wall was floating in the yeah. corner of the room. And I was talking to my uncle, and I'm sure he said he had a similar experience with that cross. Now that would have turned us like yeah. out the exercise. Well, that's similar to one of the things my mum... I think my mum and her, like my aunties and uncles, probably experienced lots of things, but... Just not say it. No, my mum doesn't tell me. But one of the things my mum told me was um, my grandma and granddad were sat watching TV one night and they had a vase of like flowers sat on top of the TV and all of a sudden the flowers just started like rearranging themselves. <laughs> I know. <laughs> It'd be like, in your head, I think, right, I can turn that into a joke. Can you go and do my dishes for me or something? But that would terrify me. Yeah. But at the same time, I'd want to see it. Like, yeah, I've experienced lots of things throughout my my childhood and adulthood. Um, some things you could probably explain, and others I find very strange. Um, so when I lived in Agnet Road, there was it was the middle of the day, and I sat on the floor in my living room watching TV, and this ball of... I kind of say it was light, because it had a real solid mass to it and you it's, I suppose it was like the size of um almost like the size of a Malteser yeah that so I'm sat there and I've got the sofa down one side and this ball and it's like a, a burnt like gold orange colour it literally just comes around the sofa glides around the sofa and stops and I'm looking at it transfixed and then it just went back on itself so I sat there, and it did freak me out first of all, and I was like going, well, what the hell could that have been? Because it wasn't, 
my road wasn't particularly busy. Mm. It was in the middle of the day, so it's not going to be headlights. And even headlights wouldn't look like that. So I can't explain to me, explain in my own head what that could have been. Mm. It was just very bizarre. But the, the, the scariest, I've had a couple of scary things. And there was loads of little things in that house. And the scariest thing was, it was the first night I was... No, it would have been first night. It was a good couple of nights in, I think. And um, so I'm sat... We've got, we had a cellar in Abnett Road. So I'm sat on the sofa and I've got the dining room wall behind me. Now, nothing ran in that wall. So there was no pipes in it. There was no um, electrical wires in it. And I've got the cat on my lap. She's a little kitten. And um, my boyfriend at the time, he was at work. So this was about seven, eight o'clock at night. And we sat there watching it, and I've got the lights out, mm. so it's all adding to the drama, isn't it? TV's on, we're sat there watching, and then all of a sudden, behind the back of my head on the wall, and you could feel the force in it, that was the weird thing, because yeah. uh, I could feel it on the back of my head, bang, 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 and it wasn't like, if you get air trapped in pi- pipes, it's kind of a consistent, it was like someone was banging. And it wasn't coming from next door because I'd hear them all the time and their sounds were always muffled. Even when the teenager had his music on, it was still a muffled sound. So it was like a definite bang. So I shot up out of the chair. So did the cat. <laughs> and we both crept in. She was on the floor. And we both crept into the dining room. And I switched the light on quickly and saw nothing. Switched the light back off and shut the door. And we went back in the living room. I sat down on the chair and within literally 30 seconds under my chair, and again, I could feel the force, it was under my chair, mm. was bang, 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 bang. And I was like, oh my God. So I, I, I rang my mum. <laughs> <laughs> and I was, it really yeah. scared the hell. Because I couldn't work out. Like, it definitely wasn't pipes. Yeah. Especially from the wall behind. So other uh, occasions for me... Like, again, when I split up from my partner at that time and I was in bed and I literally, I just got into bed, I put the cover on, I was still awake and I put my head on the pillow and all of a sudden I heard two, and it definitely was two children, laugh and it was around my ear, like, and it was like a proper, you know, like a Victorian child giggling. Yeah. It was definitely... <laughs> and again, I went... <laughs> How can you specify whether they're a Victorian child <laughs> or not? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's I'm imagining, like, um, some show that's You're just team. making up that detail. <laughs> no, no, it's definitely... I, it reminds me of... Um, the laughter reminds me of... Uh, there's a film called The Water... Water Children or something? That was always on when I was a kid at Christmas. And there was laughter in that and it just reminds me of this like they were all Victorian Edwardian children it was like this just giggle this specific giggle mm-hmm. but it was in my ear and I was like okay I can't explain that either but that really it was children I was like off sod off <laughs> um, and then there was lots of things where you'd see shadows and stuff like that in the house um, and I'd hear grumbling as well I remember once I'd asked the opinion of, um, like, I'd just go, oh, so do you like what we've done to the house? Like, just talking into the thin air. And I was painting the bedroom, and it was a, a lilac colour, and it was coming out pink, and I was like, oh, God, it's, you know, it's not right. And I said, do you like as a joke? And I definitely heard it in my ear, and I was like... <laughs> 
<laughs> Obviously, you don't like the colour. I think because there's well. that story I think you told me of somewhere in London where people kept seeing this woman crossing the road or something. Oh yeah, no, it was um, it, uh, it wasn't London. It was somewhere else. But yeah, she they kept crossing. They kept seeing this woman cross the road yeah. in like sixties. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Those naughty ghosts. <laughs> flirting with ghosts <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah so when that thing happened with the dog I did wonder whether it was like we said a recording yes. of like what do you think I I agree I think I think that does exist like because with the way like things work with you know I'm just going to sound really stupid but you know how things work through like vibrations yeah. and really all around us, like the way um, like the internet works and it's like trans transmitted through waves and stuff yeah. like that. Things must get caught. Like yeah. I don't know. I do think there's something like that. Everything all... I think has energies around it. So they say, like, don't they say women get affected by um, the moon? Um, yeah. With their cycles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, which also affects the yes, ocean. So, yeah. if that's affecting you, then how is that affecting you? Yeah. I mean, how, no, how? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know what we've had a conversation about it before with the moon thing because I've um, looked into it, looked into it a little bit before, like how women's cycles link up with the lunar calendar, because. I kind of realised just I didn't know that that was a thing I didn't know that people said that that's what happened but I started noticing that I always got my period when it was a full moon so I started googling it and then I was reading about it and that's actually not uncommon but it's not as women usually their cycle happens around the new moon so when it's right. like the crescent moon um and it's a, a, it's a little bit more unusual to have your um, period with a full moon, which right, is what okay. I have, and it's called like a blood moon or something. It's supposed to, <laughs> it's supposed to be like the um, it's supposed the women who have their period with a full moon is they're supposed to be like the temptresses, like the oh. witchy kind of. Um, you have the allure. Yeah, <laughs> and I think that's right. <laughs> The fact that it has to be called a blood moon. Yeah. Like, really? I think that's what it's called, or I've just made that up. Because it sounded right in my head. Yeah, it's just called the moon. <laughs> um, yes, there's got to be some energies. Um, but, obviously, there are situations where... My mum's going to go mad at me. All you do is talk about your periods on there. <laughs> well, it's something that happens. <laughs> You know, I don't have that to talk about. <laughs> I think you find it interesting. I do, because I'm not a man. I'm, I'm not a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> oh, God, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a man. <laughs> I'm an honorary woman. I'm not a woman. You know, so I don't understand these things and I never am going to because I'm not going to be in a heterosexual relationship. No. So, <clears throat> but no, I think there are lots of things like spiritual things where people see ghosts and stuff. 
I do wonder whether it's energies that get trapped in walls, you know, yeah. sounds and things like yeah. that. Um, <laughs> but it's the other things that happen where there's communication from those weird things that are happening. So how does that work? Because that can't mm. be a recording if it's communicating no. with you. I don't know. I mean, I've never... the dog? <laughs> Sunny! What do you mean, is is that the dog? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just pretending it's not us. <laughs> Sunny, shut up! So do you want to... What's your story for this week? Okay. Mine's like a crime thing. Okay. And I think you will find it really interesting. So I read about it because I'd seen that there's going to be a new Netflix. They're making it into a documentary. Um, and this actress is... Um, have you seen that Ozark thing on Netflix? No. Oh, it's like a series on Netflix. Okay. I've not seen it either. But anyway, the girl in that, she's in this new Netflix documentary. So I started reading about it. And it's basically... Um, a couple of years ago... Um, there's this woman called... <laughs> <laughs> I just got already feel exhausted. Like I can't be bothered <laughs> to tell the story. Um, so there's this young woman who um, turned up in New York, and she was staying in this quite a fancy like hotel. Um, and she made friends with. Um, this is the perspective I was reading it from. I don't know what the documentary will be or whatever, but. Um, so this girl turned up, she was staying at this really expensive hotel and she kind of befriended the girl that worked on the front desk. Right. Um, and they kind of, so they became friendly. And so the girl on the front desk started noticing that this young, she was like a young girl, but she obviously had lots of money and she was quite a like socialite in New York because she was like friends with everyone, um, you know, like all in like the high society kind of group so she was friends with all like art dealers and um i don't know investment people mm. and then you know like um what what's the word i'm looking for like the um people who live off a um large inheritance like, oh, yeah, um yeah. trust yeah. fund yeah. kids so she was coming across like that and her story was that she was from some sort of um I'm just done. I'm just done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she made out. You've got. Is it that same number? You didn't block I it. I blocked it. You saw me. You I didn't. I didn't see. All right, you look. I'll do it again. So look. So that was when I got. Look, that's in the game. Okay. So anyway, back to the story. So this girl, her, she made out that her name was Anna Delvey, and that she came from some sort of aristocratic family in Germany and um, so basically she was just a um, high society yeah. kind of person. Socialite. Kind yeah. Of yeah. yeah. So um, she was friends with all these people. She lived this like um, really cool life. She was always doing cool things, going to like amazing places and um, she always had cash. She never like seemed to have a card with her. She always paid for things with cash and had like a lot of cash on her. Um, so she made friends with lots of people 
Um, and her thing was that she'd come to New York because she, she wanted to set up some sort of um, like private members club and she was she'd got in contact with all these people and she'd um, she was planning to rent this um, property in New York this building that was quite a sought-after building um, but she apparently had the contract for it and she was renting this place and she was going to turn it into this private members club you know right. like soho house yes. or whatever yeah. something that's what she wanted to do so um that's what everyone knew about her and then it start things started to get strange like she'd go out for dinner with friends um and she didn't have her money with her so they always had to pay or um, then the hotel she was staying at, she'd been staying there for over a month and then they kind of realised that they didn't have a card on on her account, they didn't have the, her card details, so they told her they needed her card details, she couldn't like right. give them anything and she kind of made out that she was having, um, she was due to get this lump, she was due to get access to her trust fund or whatever when she turned 25 and she was 24 or something. So it was just, she made out that there was an issue like that. Um, but she, so she couldn't present a card. So the hotel said, um, well, you're going to have to pay, like, for what you've, what you owe us, like, well, how, for how long you've stayed here. So she eventually managed to um, give over the amount of money that she needed, like a hundred grand or something. Wow. She, like, tran transferred it. To them so that was fine but she left that hotel and then she went to she took her friends to Marrakesh and the same thing happened there like the hotel they were staying at she'd invited her friends there and said she'd pay for it blah 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 and then they during the time they were staying there the hotel was saying we don't have a card on file for you like we need your details and she's like pretending she's going to sort it out but then she never does mm. so then the friend one of the friends she was with had to end up paying for the whole thing because otherwise they were going to get arrested right. in marrakesh um and this friend didn't really have the money for no. it, but had to use credit cards and stuff um so that happened and then basically all this weird stuff like happened with her and it turned out that she had completely lied about everything she was just some right. random girl from, I don't even think she was from Germany. I think she was from Russia or something. Who came from nothing. And she was like the biggest fraud yeah. criminal person ever. And she's... Yeah, her name's Anna Delvey. And um, I can't really remember the exact details of how she managed to pull this off. Because she did have money. But it was like she managed to... Um, uh, convince the banks that she was this person so they're giving her loans like she like this thing that she wanted to do with this private members club she genuinely thought she'd be able to do it because she was she'd fought she'd forged all this paperwork and all these information all these ids mm. and stuff to get the bank to give her a two million pound oh. loan yeah all this stuff wow. so anyway okay. There's going to be a documentary about it, I oh, think, brilliant. on Netflix. So, yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it was. Thanks. When I eventually <laughs> could be bothered to get that story out. <laughs> uh, my story this week, I can't remember if we've already spoke about it, though. Um, and it was a, another Netflix, it was a Netflix documentary, and you, you've seen it. And it was um, that young gentleman who had this alternative lifestyle, and... Um, he made out to like loads and loads of people that he was, I think he 
got married he had this exotic lifestyle where he was like on yachts and things and there was loads of photos do you remember the gay killer oh the cat thing is it called cat thing oh don't fuck with cats did did we talk about that already is that what you're talking about yeah oh no we've not talked about it i mean i think it's gonna be a story that everyone knows do you reckon yeah, I mean, tell it anyway. Oh, fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> no, I can't be bothered now. <laughs> no, tell the story about the, the women that lived in the hotel for ages. Well, that's really weird because I was just going to tell that story, but then that other thing coming up, I'm like, oh, no, I'm sure we've, we've spoken about that. But no, we've not happen. spoken about that one. I told I've told you to mention it, but then you've you've oh, or, or do that story about the man that like disappeared, the dad of the family, and he did the, something uh, French. the French thing. Do that one. Oh yeah, right. Okay, so that was another. That that's a series, isn't it? Where it's people that go missing, and then at the end, you you can ring in and say if you've got any further oh, information. Right, okay. So I don't think they ever have worked out what happened to him. So there was. Um, a couple, they, they were religious, I believe, and they got, I mean, it's quite significant that they were religious, so they got married. Sunny! Thank you. <laughs> so they got married. Don't you uh, think I sounded really northern then when I <laughs> Sunny! He's <laughs> <laughs> all whip it. <laughs> yeah, quick, Sunny, you've got a flat cap on. Yeah, so they got married and they had, she had an affair and they had um, an older son, but obviously he wasn't related to the father, but then the father finds out, but he always treated him as his own. Um, He's quite, um, he's a businessman. But he's also, but I think he's like an equivalent to what like a duke or a duchess is over here. Like, obviously the French don't have a royal family anymore, but they do have people that are kind of, I don't know if they're still related to royalty. Don't they, they have a royal family anymore? They're a republic, aren't they? No. Oh yeah, no, I'm thinking of Monaco. Yeah. No, Monaco have got a royal family. Yeah, no, no I got oh, confused. Yeah, I forgot yeah. that Monaco was. No, you're confusing me. <laughs> um, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he had some kind of like dukedom or something. And um, his father as well had a title. Um, he, now I hope I'm really not confusing two stories here. Because in my head I'm going, you're confusing two stories, Jeff. Yeah, I think you are. Cause I no, don't no, remember. I don't think this is. No, no, I don't think it is. So I don't remember the father... that he was part of some... No, it's not like... He was, like, well-known, and they, they do have, like, these titles. He was, know? like, a lord. Yeah, kind of, and his father had that thing. But his father died oh, yeah, and didn't leave... That. Apparently, they thought he had loads of money, but the father died and um, didn't leave the son anything, basically. So then he's got himself into loads and loads of debt. Anyway, the, the, the wife works at a Catholic school... And the kids have all gone through Catholic school. And I think they end up going to like a Catholic university. Um, and he calls them all back to the house for some reason. And anyway, they, they go missing. Um, the whole family just go missing. Yeah. And it's one of the neighbours who was like looking after them. It was like a, a cleaner and something like that. 
uh, where they do around the house. And um, she goes to the house, and the house is all basically like shut up. And she's like, well, no one told her that they were going away. Uh, but then letters started appearing to people saying, um, basically admitting that he was something, he was American or worked for the American government. He was CIA. Yeah, 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 and yeah. he was um, investigating, was it drugs or something? He was investigating drug use, you know. I don't know if it was French people, but, um, but everyone else was like, what? That's like really weird. Everybody just received all these letters. And so the police were going into house to try and find where this guy was and where the whole family was because they'd all just completely out there gone missing. But he sent these letters saying they'd all gone to another place. And um, so they sent people out into the backyard to investigate. And then there's like decking that went, I can't remember if it went under the house or it was near the house. And they were under there and they started moving soil away. And that's when they started finding bodies. Mm. And they found like the kids and they found, I think they found the dogs as well. The dogs had been put in bin bags as well. And the wife was in there, but the husband was nowhere to be seen. And um, they reckon as well that he killed the family, but one of the other sons was still at university um, and he called him back. And they reckon that at one point he was going to not do anything with him. But something happened in between and then he ended up oh. killing the last son. Yeah. And I think he was the son that wasn't related. He wasn't blood oh, yeah. to him. Um, and then, yeah, he just went on the run. And there was, they found like obviously where he used his credit card, the places where he booked into. And in the last place, um, he booked into a hotel and they don't know whether he just then got out of his car and then just walked off and walked off into basically nowhere mm. and just completely disappeared. Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and like, well, I think it sounds like somebody that had a, some sort of breakdown, like a mental yeah, health. Yeah, because of the money thing. I think they just totally uh, had lost it. There's the stress yeah. of not having the money and probably the... Uh, because of the thing of sending letters and kind of making out that he was like some CIA agent. Yeah. I think that's like a mental health. Thing. Yeah, definitely. And he obviously, like, the stress of keeping up appearances. Yeah. You know, saying that he was really important and he had a good job. And then maybe he couldn't admit that to his family. Yeah. Um, but it's the fact that in today's world, I never understand how people go missing like that. How, how does someone just completely disappear? It's like people over here that get lost on the, the Peak Districts and the moors, and you think, this country isn't that big yeah. enough. Surely at some point you're going to hit Sheffield. Yeah. Or Manchester. Yeah. Or wherever. Yeah. There's got to be... And there's always villages in these moorlands and yeah. things, isn't there, in the Peak District? How do they not come across other people? I don't get I don't it. Know. But that was my, my yeah. badly described. Sorry. And as you can tell, the dogs are super. <laughs> but yeah, that's me for this yeah, week. Me too. We've done. It doesn't feel like we've been seeking for that long, but no. we've done an hour and thirteen minutes. Oh right, okay. So. Well, hopefully next week will be really interesting. I'm really excited about where we're going and what we might find. Yeah, it won't be a podcast next week. No. It should be a video. Yeah. I don't know why you're so excited about what we're going to see and what we're going to find because we're not going to see or find anything. You never know. You never know. It's going to be near Halloween. We're going to be in the middle of kind of nowhere. And I think it is quite spooky there. 
You don't get the same feeling? No. no. Where we're going is somewhere I've gone my whole life where all my family knows and <laughs> I'm like, it's not really that spooky. It's the most random of places It is, it's see. a really random place. Like, there is... Uh, it's, like a, it's like a Victorian folly, isn't it? Yeah. And Okay, whatever. Don't yeah. give the deal. All right, okay. But, okay, we'll see you next yeah. week. Okay. All right, bye. bye. <laughs>